Welcome to episode 25 of the Action Takers podcast. I'm your co-host, Nate. We got JC here with us as always. It's about drive. It's about power. We stay hungry. We devour. Put in the work. Put in the hours and take what's ours. JC, how's it going? To be honest with you, Nate, it's not really good. It, I got delivered some fucking bad news today, and it just fucking threw a hole in my fucking plan. And I wanted your, I wanted your take on this. It just seems like when these gurus and these guys that like train you and talk you into all this fucking, this is how you do it from A to B, you know, or to A to Z, you know, what happens if B doesn't work? And they usually don't have a fucking answer. And today I got the B answer. It was. It was absolutely just a fucking gut punch. Um, so I'm doing okay. It's uh, it's one of those things that I just get frustrated when things don't work out. Like kind of the the vision that I have or the fucking, you know, the, the way it goes. Um, it's one of those things that we were, we were trying to lock up some funding so that we could go invest in some more shit. And uh, I spent like two weeks working on deals and fucking doing the underwriting and planning flights. And anyways, learning about car washes. So... I'm doing okay. A little wind is gone for my sales, to say the least. All right. I mean, yeah, you know, that's, it. I guess that's a hard thing, right? I mean, from the gurus and stuff. Yeah. Usually they, they're sharing the, the successful stories, which in there, they all have their uh, mistakes and, and missteps and all this stuff. And usually they don't tell you how to pivot or, or, or you know, take a step left, take a step right to go around that and get to the next one. So, yeah. Yeah, it just so like in real estate, like the good, like in commercial real estate, at least for the most part, like usually the bank will uh, take in consideration the income that the actual asset that you're buying is actually making. And if, and usually typically banks are like, okay, if you know, if you're the, if the asset that you're going to acquire um, makes $2,000 a month, we're going to give a, we're going to give a loan to you where the, you know, the debt to income or the loan to value is about 70%. So you got to come up with 30% down. Your mortgage is going to be about 70% of the actual, you know, overall value. And then you get your payment. And when you get your payment, hopefully it's less than $2,000 because that's the only way the bank is going to invest in it. Now, banks right now are not the friendliest fucking people in the world. Um, and they are just not lending money like they were fucking 12 months ago. So, it's it's one of those barriers and it's one of those like hurdles that I gotta jump through. And it's just the way it goes. This is this is part of investing in real estate. It's uh you know, opportunities come and go, and then you know, it's you never know like what what this actually means. You know what I mean? Cause like I've always heard this story of like, you know, oh that sucks, or oh yeah, it's a bad luck. And the person's like, Well, do I? Like, we don't know yet. Like, we don't know if me not getting this funding is a good thing or a bad thing. Like if the entire economy tanks and we lose all of our renters, like then I'm going to be the happiest guy in the world. Cause I'm not going to be in fucking, I'm not going to be in bankruptcy. So it's uh it's, it's retrospect, but enough about me and my problems. How about you? How is, how is beautiful California? Is it as hot and humid it is here in Georgia? Oh yeah. Uh, uh, triple digits, uh, all week. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's always hot. It's like probably, I think, one of the hottest times of the year. August is usually that bad. And But yeah, it's beautiful. It's great. You know, all the great stuff going on. Uh, before we got on here, I was scrolling uh, through Instagram. You know, another video from L.A. of a smash and grab. People stealing alcohol. Um, you know, with all the great or 
should I say lack thereof laws that we have here or stuff that's not enforced, um, you know, going on. So it's just, just another reminder of, of what uh, this great state has to offer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to California in September and uh, we're hosting a golf tournament out in uh, Monterey, Pebble beach area. And the last time I was there, real estate was fucking crazy. Like, you could buy a shack, literally a tough shed, you know, 12 blocks in, in Monterey, and it would sell for like 800 grand. But if you were a homeless criminal, you could just walk down to the local park, the beach, whatever, put up your fucking tent and just have a great time. And it just, it just drove me crazy. Like you work incredibly hard. You work your entire life to be, you know, well off or wealthy or whatever it is. When you could get that same view... If you just don't work at all or you don't work very hard and you fucking, you know, commit a couple crimes and live on the streets. Just, I don't know. Drives me crazy. Not looking forward to going to California. It's, uh, I'm looking forward to the, uh, the weather, the, uh, the swamp ass out here in Georgia. It's just, I'm just kind of over it. Yeah. I mean, the, the Monterey is always, uh, very cool. So yeah, it, it'll be nice, uh, nice weather over there. You want to come to the valley it'll be nice and hot in summer to georgia but staying in staying in the off the coast you know you'll, you'll be nice and cool yeah that old pacific breeze so what nay what do we got today what do you want to talk about is there anything that has popped up in your life hey say in the last week or so that you want to you want to get off your chest like i did <laughs> uh i said n- nothing too crazy uh I, I know there were some topics you wanted to, to touch on that we didn't get to uh to last uh last week but uh, you know uh my my thing is is uh you know you'll have those daily reminders of motivation i guess you know we were kind of talking about it before but uh yeah sometimes it, sometimes it's just people that will motivate you right the the doubt or saying you you can't do that or whatever it is that really uh helps to uh you know drive you a little bit more just that extra bit you know because you're already motivated but hey you know what this just adds a little bit extra so um you know, I would say if you find that you run into that, embrace that, um, you know, don't forget to tell people your goals, tell people your ideas. And because uh, then you'll find out what, what who really believes in them, who really thinks of you or whatever it may be and, and get that extra motivation. Because, uh, you know, there it could be anyone, whether it's family or, or just coworkers or, or people, you know, that, you know, there's going to be doubters. So uh, if you ever need that extra motivation, uh, find it. As Wes Watson says, after you find it, just uh, tell them, watch me. Just watch me. It's uh, it. I love, dude. I love that because it's one of those things that I look back and I, I'm always a sports analogy kind of guy. And in in high school, one of my high school coaches looked at me and they're like, "So what are you gonna do next year? Are you where are you gonna go to school? What are you gonna do? Like, are you you know are you gonna you know take fucking band class? You can take tennis. Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna play college football. And they're like, what? No. No, you're not like you're, you're too small. Like you're, you're not like, you're not even a division one athlete. How the fuck are you going to go to like, no one has sent you a letter of like, Hey, dipshit, like come to our college. Um, no one was reaching out to saying those things, but I looked at them and I'm like, dude, fuck you. Like what? It's as simple as that. Like watch me, you know? Like, so I, I like that. It's one of those things, you know, that it, dude, it fires me up. I love when people challenge me to go out there and fail essentially yeah yeah um i mean that's that's all you need and, and like 
what it really helps to in is it just it helps mod uh you know regulate your circle you know because you know you want to be around those people that are that have similar goals that have similar aspirations that are leveling up um you know as i say you know, you you're what you make or you're the average of your circle so you know if you're a bunch of people if you're around a bunch of people that don't have those aspirations that that don't think they can do it you know you're, you'll have that same mindset but you want to get around that those people that same mindset who are working towards things um bettering themselves uh holding people accountable you know all that good stuff that, that we've uh, talked about over our podcast episodes. So yeah, it's, it's always good to hear it. You know, I know sometimes people want to hear that, uh, that good stuff. Oh yeah, you can do it. You know, that the pat on the back on that, but sometimes you do need to hear the, the negative from the people. I, I agree with you, but let me ask you this. Okay. Cause this is, this is popped up in my head the last couple weeks. And I've been thinking about a lot about this and what is, what is your take on, on this kind of theory? And the theory is either you're going to go out there in life and be a giant fish in a giant pond, or would you rather be a medium-sized fish in a very small pond? Um, and when I say that, it's like, do you want to create a company like fucking Uber or Facebook or um, fucking Coca-Cola or, you know, you know, whatever, whatever large, you know, future, you know, Fortune 500 company that you want to name, or do you want to be the local guy who just owns fucking 50 fucking rentals and just plays golf and, you know, it's just kind of the man of the town. Like which, which avenue or road do you think is, is best taken? So, I, you know, I was listening to a podcast earlier, actually, you know, just, just kind of before we got on here and this was brought up, right? Because you know, uh, they're talking about, and I'm going to just make this analogy because it's entrepreneurship. You know, it, it's a good question. Would you rather be the entrepreneur? Let's just say that you live, you, you own your business, you have few employees, you work for yourself, right? Let's just say, I don't know, you're making $250,000 a year, but you know, you run your stuff, which, you know, few people, right? I think uh, it's like 9% of people are actually entrepreneurs and 1% are those like the uber successful of those entrepreneurs. So, or uh, would you be an entrepreneur and work for a business and maybe you're making $500,000 a year, you're an executive or doing something, you know, that, that is a, you know, I, I put it to similar, right? Would you rather be the, the medium fish or you be the big fish in, in a company? Um, you know, it, it, I'm going to kind of equate it to that. And it is, it, it's a question where you really do have to decide because, you know, being that entrepreneur, uh, you'd be making more money. Yeah, maybe you're not the top, but you don't have all those responsibilities, all those headaches. Uh, or, you know, as the entrepreneur, the person that owns it, you do get all the glory, you get all more money uh, sometimes, but you do have that, you know, Saturday calls, Sunday calls, uh, having the stress. Um, and it's a it's a tough uh, and that's a tough, tough one. Right. Because they both have their ups and downs. You know, or they're, they're, they're positives and negatives, depending on your mindset, depending on what, what you're looking to do. It's, uh, I think, I think the least difficult road is the fucking, you know, go work at a big company and try and make a bunch of money. Um, I think that's the easiest way to get incredibly wealthy. Um, I think the, I think the medium fish in a small pond is tough because you got to, you got to wade through just so much shit. Like you're, you're going to be the top dog essentially and everyone yeah. is going to be coming at you 
Like everyone is going to be taking shots. They're never going to give you the opportunities that, that maybe a big company with a similar vision. Um, but at the same time, the more I think about it, I don't want anything to do with the big company. I just want to, I just want to be the guy in the fucking tiny town who owns all the fucking rentals, owns all the storage, all the car washes, and just makes fucking racks. That's the goal in life, at least for me. Yeah, that's that's uh, it's a good goal. You got that that uh, um, passive income, but hopefully you have a, a property manager, so you're not having to go and, and yes, knock on. Of all course, the property. of oh, course. Oh. Unless you like doing that, like I like like honestly, like the best collection agency I have is not me. It I am the worst. I'm the guy with the emotion that's like, oh, you got kicked out of your house. You're fucking, you know, your your girlfriend beat you up. She stole all your shit. She she put it on the lawn and fucking burnt it. Like, yeah, I'll give you a I'll give you a week off. You know, it's no big deal. And my other, my property management, oh god, they are fucking ruthless. They are just sharks out there, which I love because they're the constant bad guy. I don't have to. I I'm like the good guy. Like I just own the building. Like the, it's their rules we're playing by. So you know, I gotta I gotta just listen to them. They're the you know they're they're the experts. So it's uh I'm with you. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's it's a it's a good question. Uh, I, honestly, I don't have the answer right now because uh, <laughs> you, you know because because there is it, it's you, you go back and forth and and uh, um, y- you can always change it. But you know, right now working for the big company, making the that money once again get that money to to buy the rental properties, and then you can become that person. Uh, move to a small town, buy buy all these rental properties. So I guess you can kind of have the best of both words, worlds if you uh, if you want to do it right. It uh, one of the theories is like, do you do you want to buy the do you want to buy the million dollar mansion in L.A. and just be like every other Joe, or do you want to buy the million dollar mansion in fucking you know Boise, Idaho? Like I'm assuming, well, Boise I might might be a poor Arkansas. example now, but where Arkansas. Maybe yeah, or somewhere, yeah, Little Rock, Arkansas, like literally one of these tiny towns in the mid, you know, flyover states, whatever you call it. If you bought a million dollar house there, like you'd make the front front page of the news. Like your your realtor all of a sudden is now driving a fucking BMW M, you know, M3 when they were driving a Honda Civic last week. It just, uh, I don't know. It just, I like to play that exercise because I, I think it kind of keeps me grounded. Um, but another exercise that I found earlier this week that I thought was pretty interesting and told a lot about me was, have you ever heard of this? The, uh, the 10 wants you write down your 10 wants and you write down your 10. I don't wants. Um, have you ever played this game? No, I haven't. Dude, it's, it's really, it's kind of scary. You know, it's, it's kind of like, it's weird when you write down this stuff, like I'll give you, I'll give you a couple of them. So like, I want to spend quality time with my family. I don't want to be working 60 to 80 hours a week, missing that valuable time. And it's like, fuck, like you gotta, you gotta look down the list and you're like, okay, like, can, can we put that one on pause or on hold? Um, you know, I want to create a, uh, curate and create a personal brand. I don't want to miss out on this wave. (laughs) Fair enough. Um, I want to eat, let's see here. What else? What was, what was the other devil? I want to play golf two times a week. I don't want to be a shitty golfer. It just, you know, what are your financial goals? What are your, you know, because 
my family would be like, hey, asshole, you're going to go spend 15, 20 hours a week just playing golf when you when you clearly said, number one, you want to spend quality time with your family? Hell, maybe, maybe they can be my caddy or my fucking ball boy or whatever. You know, maybe we're going to have to work that out. But what is kind of what what are some of your wants? Uh, I mean, you know, they're very similar, right? Yeah, you definitely want to spend more time with family. Uh, you know, want to want to be successful, have a good paying job or, or, World or peace, good business. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, sure. That you know, right now, let's let's just have peace in the country. Let's just have that. You know, oh. go, go or of a normal situation with everything that's been going on in the last week or two. How you know all the craziness in the news. Uh, but but even but doing this exercise, right? Like, th there's a lot of um, dichotomies there, right? There's a lot of differences of things that you really have to balance. Like, hey, I want to spend more time with my family. Cool, but I also need might need to work these hours uh, so my family could, you know, so I can do everything I want to do with the, my family. You know, uh, everyone's situation is going to be different, but there there is those those balances, right? Like, you know, uh, de depending on what it is and do things and how you've managed your money or investments and all this stuff and you have this passive income. Um, th there is a lot of, uh, I think it's a good thing to really, um, I can see how it can be eye-opening and really get you more focused. Of, okay, these are my wants. These are my don't wants. And, and even that, like they, they do kind of sound like they can even be similar with like, like, like you're saying, I want to play more golf. I don't want to be bad at golf. I, I think we're the two. So it's like, those are kind of, uh, um, just or you or I want to play more golf. I don't that. Yeah. So th there's like a lot of uh, things that can be similar, but then I think there's a lot of things that you can just put, you know, your wants and then your don't wants that are that are basically uh, they all align. Um, I don't know if I'm saying that correct, but basically they'll, they'll all align with what you're where you're trying to go. If that makes sense. Um, yeah. No, that makes sense. It's uh, but at the same time, like. What if what if you knew when your when your time is going to be punched? Would you treat things a little different? And I'm gonna roll this in. I found this tool. It's uh, I'll, I'll put the link in the description below. It's called CopywritingCourse.com/slash/death calculator, and it it got me thinking because like this this next year of my life, like it's gonna be I don't want to say kind of monumental, but it's also gonna be one of those like kind of mind fucks. And I'm not gonna get into that here, but at the same time. I thought this calculator was kind of cool. It All you do is put in your age and your gender, and it gives you some stats. And I thought, you know, because I'm 34, um, the approximate age of my death, based on this calculator, is 78 years old. And the chances I will die in one year is 0.20%. And I was thinking about this. And if you knew you had... 44 years left in your life. That's 44 Christmases. That's 44 birthdays. Like how much different would your life be? Uh, I mean, for that kind of time, I don't think uh, for most people it'd be that different, right? Because you're talking about you still have more than half your life. I mean, you know, and, and shoot, this, this 33, 34 years has been, if you really think about it, I mean, like, man, it's, it's been a long time, right? You've done a lot of, I don't like to really think like, man, think back to when you're 10, when you're 15, when even when you're 20, like even that, I mean, shoot, it does seem like yesterday when I was 21, but at the same time, man, I've done a lot of stuff between 21 to today, you know, 
and, and that that's only 10 years. And, and now that we're even, I think we're, we've got to, where we're even more focused on what we're doing, right? Like at least in my twenties, I, I, I wasn't, I didn't know about all this personal development and self-improvement and wasn't reading, wasn't doing uh, a lot of stuff that I do now. So now I can only think of like, cool, these next 10 years, uh, I can really do a lot more than I did in my, in the last 10 years. So I, I, for me, it doesn't really change anything, right? Like 78. I mean, yeah, right now the average, that's probably the, the average male life expectancy, but even in 10 years, 20 years, maybe it gets up to 85, 90, uh, or maybe not, you know, or maybe it's declining because of the crappy food and all <laughs> stuff from the water and everything. Fuck else. The CDC's pumping you full of fucking fake news. Um, uh, yeah. But, so, but it, it depends, but like, but, and so they talk about that all the time or not, I don't know who, but it's brought up, right? If you only had six months, if you only had a year, you know, what different, you know, you'd be doing stuff different and, it's always hard. Yes, you would be, but, it, it, and then they say, but based on that, you should live your life different today. But it's like, you can't, you know, I can't, if I only had six months, well, yeah, I'm going to fucking go and get all this money and, and try to go travel the world or do all this stuff. Right. But it's, you know, you're based, but you're basing off that knowledge, you know, and you know, you can't say I'm going to go do that tomorrow because it's, you know, you got to live, live like it's your last day or like, like that, because uh, you have to plan for the past those six months. Um, you can't. <laughs> it, it's. Uh, it, uh, I, I think I know where you're going with this, and let yeah. me let me let me break it you, off for, for the listeners. Say- it. So, in my opinion, if you lived every day like it was your last, you would die rather quickly because you would do things that are incredibly stupid. I mean, incredibly like. Hey, if I'm going to die tomorrow, I might as well smoke a bowl of fucking meth. And you're like, no, you should not be smoking meth. You should be working out daily. You should be eating healthy. You should be putting good things into your body so you can withstand that marathon. So I do have this theory. I do have this theory, and I think it would be a cool fucking YouTube channel. And I've always kind of like thrown this out to my wife and my family and stuff. And I said, what What if you created an episode like four episodes a month, once a week, kind of like this podcast. And you said, I'm going to, I'm going to have the most epic day. Like it's like, it's your last 24 hours to live and you film the entire fucking thing. And you know, you, you kind of made it like a, a vlog of like cool, badass shit that you were doing, you know, once a week. And I think that would be, I think that's a little bit more practical than it, than it would living every single day. Cause you'd be, Oh, I've, I'd go, I'd go get a credit card and, you know, with $30,000 I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to die tomorrow. Like I'm, I'm going to blow this. I don't care what interest rate they're going to, they're going to give me, you know? So that's kind of my theory on it. Yeah. And you, you, uh, brought up a way better point is yeah. Cause you would start doing that, right? I'm going to just start, eh, just drink soda. I'm going to eat all, all the cake I want. I'm going to just, yeah, you, you, it would not be a sustainable way because you're just going to fucking do whatever you want. Uh, and, because there are there are essentially no consequences, but you're probably going to need a shot of penicillin. I can promise you that. I know. I know that would be you know so like a sure thing. You need oh. to be up to date on your vaccines uh, if you're going to live like you're going to die tomorrow. Um, uh, I don't know. I just I thought it was a cool calculator. I it kind of gave me some perspective, and it also gave me like, oh fuck, I've got 02 percent chance of dying next year. Like. Okay, like let's let's roll. Let's have a good year. You know what I mean. So 
Um, kind of interesting if you want to click on it and uh, use our link to uh, be a part of this course. It's you know fifty percent. I'm just kidding. We have no we have no affiliate to this guy. Um, but uh, I thought it was a pretty cool little little tool that I found. So uh, and I was listening to uh, this was a couple of weeks ago a Bradley podcast and he had someone on there from 10x Health and what he used to do he was a um, I forget the exact uh, position he had in the insurance company but basically he would look at people's information their medical stuff and know you know when they're going to die essentially based on all their stuff um, because of like you said lots of numbers and. The thing is, though, he wasn't able to talk to him. He said that was the hardest thing is like he could see their diet, all this stuff, um, and he could just approve the insurance stuff, right? Uh, you know, however much coverage of life insurance, all this. But as we say, doing this it was the hardest thing because these people needed help and he wasn't able to help them. He wasn't say, hey, you're based, based on your blood work. You need to stop eating this, stop eating, drinking that and, you know, start doing this. Or, you know, we, we already know you're going to die at 55 or, wh- or whatever it is based on all their information, which is crazy. And that's all he did all day long, every day is look at all the numbers from all these people submitting insurance applications. And he was talking about it on the on the Bradley podcast. Uh, I forget the, uh, the the name of the guest, but it, it's a more recent one. Um, and he has, you know, obviously the headers. It's the guy from 10X Health. And it's an interesting podcast. I recommend listening to to that. Anyone that's kind of, it's just fascinating, you know, more on, the, on this topic as far as age and longevity and, and uh, you know, things we got to do to better ourselves. See, I, I disagree. I think that asshole should have told someone. Like, what? if if someone had all the cards and knew my end story, you might, you know, you might. No, I get it. It's it's liability or whatever. You can't you can't violate someone's HIPAA rights or whatever um, to uh, you know to essentially call them a dumbass. Because I think a lot of people um, are oftentimes just the education's not there, or the education that is they would rather watch Gossip Girls than fucking learn about how they can live longer. Like, which is weird because like. The avenue that we're going down in in the social media world, the uh, the algorithm where you know it's it's generating content that we know you're gonna click on and what you like. You gotta wonder, like, it, we're not going down a good road. Like, this isn't a this is a an addictive mentality, and I think education needs to get better. Um, I'm I'm reading this book, which you you said that you were reading the uh, the richest man in Babylon, and the thing that I've taken out of this book besides the you know, Romeo and Juliet fucking English language, which is incredibly difficult to understand. Thy shalt thou, morrow, I have no clue. Like, I had to fucking Google Translate. Google Translate, you're high. That's what you are. Um, but I thought this book was pretty interesting, and I think there was a there was one chapter in there where the king calls upon the richest man in Babylon, and he goes, how'd you do it? And he goes, well, I'll, t- I'll show you how to do it. Everyone can be rich if they want to be. And he's like, okay, well, you're, you're teaching a hundred of our fucking teachers tomorrow. And he's like, no problem. And he goes and goes and teaches the what, the methods that he has learned throughout his life and experience. And he has these like seven cures, you know, for a, uh, what did he call it? He called it a light purse, which I would not have lasted real long back in the Babylon days. I don't know. I don't know how many years ago this was, but I just thought it was interesting that, you know, in history itself, like knowledge is fucking key. And I think the more knowledge you have, the richer you 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 might end up being. And I think we kind of need to focus on some of the good shit we put in our body and less of the bad shit. 
and and it's it's really simple too because uh, and i remember what what uh, i talked about because basically it's an old book and it, it still applies today uh but but that but it is everything right like being healthy isn't complicated anyone can do it right it's just people like like with a lot of things in life it's just failure of execution people don't go to the gym people don't eat healthy uh people you know or put good stuff on their body right uh or just like make it or becoming wealthy it's all of us usually overspend uh myself included uh we don't save enough or, or invest invest the money you know uh live above our means i mean there's all these things that we we know what we need to do we need to change our habits and, and execute but we just don't do it you know and it's whether it's becoming wealthy uh uh our health uh accomplishing goals educate you know whatever it is it's it's we know what we got to do it's just the majority of people choose not to do because it's not complicated it's not hard it's just a matter of doing oh, it. oh yeah it's and the the cool thing is one you'll learn a new language reading this book but also the key takeaway i, I, I took away is all of these you know guru style books that come out with a 400 page book that you got to like cipher through and all these you know, the 10 things that you need to do. This book is like 50 pages long and it's incredible. This is the best information I've gotten in fucking years. Knowledge does not have to be difficult to obtain. And it, I was kind of shocked. I was like, Amazon delivered this fucking book to me. And I'm like, did I order like the fucking, like the preview book? Or like, did I, did I get the cliff notes? And it's no, it's like, it's like 50, 60 pages. And it's just got good information. And it's to the fucking point and tells some halfway decent stories. Um, they weren't a fan of uh, women, but um, you know that's the way it goes. It no, uh, some of the the best books are are easy to read and, and they're short. Um, the Four Agreements, same thing. I mean, it's uh, in some of these books, I, I I stretch them longer than they need to be because I like usually limit myself. Hey, read my ten pages and that's it. But yeah, some of these books you can finish in a day or two if you because they are interesting and they do have good stuff in it. It's. Uh, yeah, versus for some of the don't get me wrong, some of the, the book I'm reading right now is like 300 pages, uh, that economy of leadership. But it's a it's a it's a really good book because it, it has uh, real life stuff, uh, military because it's written by people that were Navy, former Navy SEALs. So they talk about you know their their missions that they've done, then they apply it to business, right? And how and because they now currently run uh, a uh, a business where they a uh, consulting firm to help businesses grow and leadership and all that stuff. So it's, it's cool that, you know, you're getting both the story, uh, the military stuff and, and the leadership there and then the leadership as it applies to business. So, uh, it's, it's, that's an interesting book when I, I recommend, I'm not done with it yet, but from everything I've read, it, it's a great book and I highly recommend that one. So that's the kind of book I'm going to read the cliff notes on. It's uh 400 pages. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. It's a, uh, it sounds like a good book. It's some of those stories oh, yeah. I think are, um, are really like complimentary because I think a lot of times people learn in different ways. And at least for me, like if I can, if I can hear a story and it's something relatable now, I'm not saying I used to be a Navy SEAL, but if there's something relatable in life, like then you can really see the standard application into your life, um, which I think is pretty, pretty key. But let me ask you this one class, one last question before we, before we jump out of here. Um, if you had 10 years to totally conquer something, what would it be? And if you want me to go first, I will. But uh, I just, I was proposed this question. And I think at least in the entrepreneurial world, 
we only have so many cycles. We only have so many fucking at-bats. And I think the more at-bats you take, the better your odds of, of essentially hitting a jack. But at the same time, I think if you gave someone 10 years to work on something, I think they could do incredible things with it. I think you could be a big fish in a very large pond or be a, you know, a medium-sized fish in a very small pond to bring, to bring it full circle. What is, what is your thought process on that? Uh, I just want, so just 10 years and, and then you're going to have that accomplished, you know, that's kind of what is, what, what would you accomplish? Yeah. So, I mean, like if you had 10 years, if you had 10 years to essentially work on one thing, what would that one thing be? And could, could 10 years, would 10 years be enough? Uh, man, that, now I'm going to sound like, a <laughs> like a broken hey, record. Yeah. What, what are we talking about? <laughs> Like, like I, I'm just thinking of, of things that are, are benefit, right? Like, obviously, like to, to me and, and maybe the cure, some people, some conspiracy people say it's already out there, but like, right, like cure cancer, right? Man, if you had that, the amount of money you're going to make from, from having that, right? Because people are going to pay boatloads of money, but then it's also helping people too, right? Um, I, I'm just thinking of, along the lines of that, like great things that, yeah, Nate, I, I wasn't looking. I was looking for the Nate answer. I wasn't looking for the Miss America answer. Okay. I, yes, we should all cure cancer. We should, you know, we should end global warming and, you know, give liberals a bunch of money, you know? So it, it just, well, what, what is the self? I want the selfish, you know, is it, if it's cure cancer, I, I hope to see you in a lab coat and, uh, and you working in some lab with fucking, you know, I don't, I don't know, but I'm not smart enough to do that. But I mean, if I could hire the people that are smart enough to do it, uh, part of my uh, pharmaceutical business, then, you know, uh, man, uh, that's a tough one. You know, uh, uh, there's there's. Um, man, I, I don't know where I would look to be like, hey, I want to set this number of, of things, you know, whether it's owning a, bit, a certain amount of businesses, a specific business or getting into properties and, you know, going the, the Grant Cardone route or, or, uh, and I, I'll let you go first. Maybe I'll give you some time to, I, cause you might already have your answer. I, I don't, I don't really, I mean, I have an answer, but I, I just think that if you thought, if you think about your life in, in 10 years segment where you get to work on something, you know, for 10 years and you get to go all in on it. So I think people can, I think people could conquer a lot more because I think oftentimes we set ourselves up for failure when we, when we give ourselves a goal of like, in the next three months, I'm going to, I'm going to have 10,000 followers. And you're like, well, fuck, if I had 10 years to do it, you know, you, you might, you might curate a better audience. You might curate, you know, 10,000 followers who are paying you $10,000. And then all of a sudden, you know, that goal sounds pretty fucking good. My thing is I want to take over the world. No, I'm just kidding. It's uh, I'm not I'm not Vladimir Putin. But the one thing that if I had 10 years to work on that I would is I would want to create an education business and share the knowledge that I've obtained to essentially teach people on how to essentially become wealthy. And I'm 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 going to be very wealthy in about 30 years when all the shit I bought is paid off. Cause it's going to be great. Cause I ain't going to know, I ain't going to know anybody on anything. So if I had 10 years, I think a really cool thing to work on for the next 10 years is just purely educating, uh, educating people in a way that's interesting, but also informative and educational kind of like this fucking book, you know, the richest man in Babylon. I think that's a pretty cool way to get back. 
Not as cool as giving back like curing cancer, but you know, a little bit more selfish. Uh, definitely. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, being able to pass on knowledge and help people. And, and I think, yeah, I mean, it, it could help build your wealth too. And, and it's, uh, it's a very noble thing, JC. I'll say that. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about it. I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking about like all the, like some of the wealthiest educators out there, you know, are usually like dirtbags. They're at least perceived dirtbags. You know what I mean? Like Ty Lopez, Grant Cardone, Bradley. These guys are like salesmen. They're salesmen and marketers and they are, they're fucking gunslingers. And a lot of people don't like that. But I think oftentimes like some of the coolest education platforms even if it's kind of like a sleazeball thing that you you pay attention to, I think if you take away certain things like, you know, Grant Cardone sends me probably 10 emails a day. And I know it's not Grant Cardone himself, but it's some automated system that's sending me, yeah. you know, I got on some list and they just fucking pump me full of, of uh, shit to sell me. If you just took a piece of that, dude, I think, I think you could really create a, a fucking ginormous education business where people would pay a lot of money um, Cause I think that dude, I think the framework and the fucking examples right there. It, it is. I mean, but what is that, that we talk about? Like what he's, what he's doing and where it's comes from is just that massive action. Right. And he talks about it, you know, people get, get upset. Oh, oh you're, you're selling me 10 emails and sending me. And yeah, I, I get those too. And, and, uh, it, it, but that just goes back to the massive action thing that he, he knows that, uh, yeah, a lot of people will, will unsubscribe or get off of it, which is fine, but he, you know, it's, it's it's just that massive action. He plays the numbers game. Uh, send out a million emails or, or freaking ten million emails to the million people on my list every day, and it's gonna generate whatever I'm, whatever he's trying to sell. Uh, whether it's tickets to his next conference, his sales training, his um, real estate training. Whether I mean, it, it's you look at him. I mean, there's usually it's always a different thing. It's always something which is which is cool that he has someone up there just creating all this content. It's, I mean, essentially that, right? That's like just one avenue of content that he does is freaking email oh, yeah. blasts besides it's, him being on social media all the time or all the other stuff he does. So it's, um, it's, it's, it's pretty it's, remarkable. It's, it's, uh, I think I asked myself once a day, like what would Grant do? And it's usually, it's never a good, it's never a good. It's like, all right, well you better start spamming some people. Cause it, one of the guys who he was sending a bunch of emails to was Bradley and Bradley's like, dude, why are you sending me all this shit? I'm not going to buy anything. He's like, unsubscribe if you're not going to buy anything i'm not going to bu bug you you know it's your, it's your opportunity and brian's like dude, i'm gonna start i'm just you're using my platform to send me me the emails like get get away from it so i just thought it was kind of funny full circle but um nate oh. we are we are up to the minute with our zoom call we uh at some point in time we're going to upgrade this damn system we got like 10 seconds left um for anyone that's listening please like subscribe and tell a friend that's all I ask. It's about drive. It's about power. We stay hungry. We devour. Put in the work. Put in the hours. And take what's ours.